the fuck was that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, ma'am. Now look here, you snag mouth motherfucker. I'm on the phone with the dentist trying to get you some teeth so you can eat some solid food. Keep on, you lizard. Oh my God. <laughs> Once again, you already know. This is for masters, this technique. The restart. We're going to reboot the podcast. Like I said in the beginning of this, I was coming back. It's still justice, and yes, I'm still a peaceful individual. But once again, I had to break these bitches into motherfucking pieces. What you just now heard was a guy go like a fucking dinosaur in this lady's ear. You know what? Let's play it again. This nigga is wild, but not as wild as she's about to get on his ass. Hold on, hold on, hold on, ma'am. Now look here, you snag mouth motherfucker. I'm on the phone with the dentist trying to get you some teeth so you can eat some solid food. Keep on, you lizard. A lizard, she called that nigga a lizard. My nigga, you can't make this shit up. This is the no ma'am episode. That's what I'm gonna call this shit. I was gonna call it the strong man. I don't know what I'm gonna call it. But no ma'am, not, not, it's not happening today. We shutting shit down. No matter what you thought I was gonna talk about, I ain't. I'm gonna talk about what I talk about. And that's, you know, being a man. You have choices to make. You got money to make. You got females you want to take down in the pursuit of happiness that we all strive to achieve. There are choices and decisions that need to be made for your lifestyle. And when I was growing up, there used to be commercials on telling you that you needed to improve yourself. You needed to up your game. You ain't doing shit with your life, man. Like this one right here. Do you remember this shit right? You know what? I know a lot of y'all don't know shit about this. But I'm going to let this guy take it on over. Here we go. You're sitting on the couch. You're watching TV. And your life is passing you by. You keep procrastinating over and over. Well, maybe I'll go to school next year. Or maybe next semester. No, do it right now. They'll work with you after work. Or you can go before work. You can do whatever you need to do to graduate. Go talk to somebody right now. They out to help you. You spend all day on the phone anyhow. Why don't you make a phone call that's going to help you in your future? All you got to do is pick up the phone and make the call. Why are you making it complicated? It's easy. You know what? Fuck that guy. On everything I love, now that I see the video again, it seems like they shot that shit in front of a Days in hotel suite at nighttime. This nigga is not even in an apartment complex. This motherfucker right here ruined so many niggas' credit. It is ridiculous. DeVry, the DeVry commercial is what I'm talking about. And you guys know that you gotta have some money so you can take care of your girl or maybe even not take care of your girl. Take care of yourself first. Understand who it is that you are before you throw yourself at anybody else. But, you know, I'm one to talk. I had kids very young. I can only speak from the experience it is that I know about after living through said situation. But if you do, 
find yourself, you know, well to do with a good job and you can take care of everything. Don't you want to be in a position to take care of everything? I mean, that's what a guy's uh, uh, main purpose is, I believe. Men were sent here to solve problems. And solving problems, it may include, you know, providing food for your family, getting shelter for your family, putting together a bookshelf and a bed every once in a while. That's just what men do. But when you have the position in life to where you can take care of everything and everybody, there is no promise that that person wants that. Kind of like this right here. Okay. I don't need, I don't right, need right. a man. When men pay your bills, preach. That's for how they get their power. Facts. You gotta make sure that they don't have that power over you. Whoa, whoa, bitch, hold on. Run it back. What are you talking about when we pay your bills? We get we got power in the beginning anyway. Run it back. Okay. I don't need, I don't right, need right. a man. When men pay your bills, preach. That's for how they get their power. Facts. You gotta make sure that they don't have that power over, over you. you. Because once they do, right. once they do, you're 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 gone. It's yes. like you're their property. Uh, imagine that, like the, this worldview. A man's trying to control me by paying my bills and taking care of me and shit. Like yeah, that's power. how he gets his power. Let me tell you, any woman that spent time with me, she's not gonna have a job because I'm not gonna ask when I want to take my woman somewhere. I'm not gonna ask her. I'm say, hey, we're going. Hey, pack your shit. We're going to Las Vegas tonight. Ooh. Hey, pack your shit. We're going to Europe tomorrow. I'm not having a girl say to me, hey, I got to ask my boss. You hear that? This is this is what most guys, well, at least my caliber of men that I'm talking about, guys who think like I think. The last thing that you want to do is try to surprise your girl. And you can't even do that because another man has more power over your woman than you do. While you trying to maintain power over yourself because you think I'm trying to have power over you, you have no problem submitting all of your power to someone who gives two shits about your ass. Your boss can fire you. But before you can even leave town, you got to check in with this nigga. You got to check in with this punk motherfucker before you do anything with the love of your life. The person that you plan to spend the rest of your existence with, you are unwilling to give him the same respect that it is that you give a motherfucker who only hired you to look at your titties and your ass as you walk away. Get the fuck out of here. I gotta ask nigga. my boss permission right. to do shit with me. Let's go. Right, so, am I using that power to like take her around the world with me, to put her in business class next to me, to have her in a, a private jet with me? Am yes. I using my power? That man paid my bills. He bought me a six-figure vehicle. He made sure I didn't have to work. He took care of everything in my life. I think a lot of women wish they had these problems. That's all I'm saying. Fascinating, isn't it? How sometimes they can weaponize what seems so normalized. You can weaponize some shit that was abnormal in the past. You can take that because it has become so normal right now and then weaponize it and kind of mold it into some sort of weird new kind of ideal. Most men have no problem taking care of their women completely in every single capacity that is needed as long as they're on the same fucking team as that man. There's never no problem about that at all. The issue is most women, 
Nah, let me re retract that most women statement. The problem is some women, some women, they'll sit there and they will mooch. They will hang off of you. You know that there are actual, what do you call them, parasites? Is it parasites? I hate to use the word parasites for some of you bitches. But um, there are, are, are freeloaders. Yes. You know how the great white shark, it, 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 it floats through the ocean, killing anything that it wants. Well, as it floats through the ocean, it has these little fish that hang around that know that they won't get eaten because they're not big enough for prey. But they can sure hang around the shark and pick up any damn thing that it is that the shark does not digest nor eat. That's what some of these whole ass bitches is. Matter of fact, let's talk to a doctor about that. Why'd you guys split? Because I don't want to be with him. I felt like it was a very toxic situation that I was in. Did he actually propose and drop to one knee and give you a ring? Yeah. Whoa! See what I mean? Do you see what I mean? Listen. And you accepted the ring? Yeah. And then how long after accepting the ring did you break the relationship off? About a year and a half. Why were y'all engaged that long? Because I didn't want to be married yet. Why did you take the ring, bitch? Why did you take that man's ring if you did not want to be married? Why'd you accept the ring? Because a ring is just a placeholder. A placeholder? Do you think that that man worked all of them hours, spent all of that time, he probably hid the ring from you until it was time for him to give it to you? Do you understand the extreme concentration, the extreme wrangling of time it takes to make all of these stars align and the eclipse to happen on the, the, the specified day that you said it was going to happen and still keep it hidden from the general public and the general public being your girl? Do you know how hard it is to hide things from women only to surprise them to see them smile, of course. You surprise them only to find out that all of the work that it is that you did was only for a placeholder. <laughs> that shit ain't funny. Now, this is a woman who said her father taught her how to be a wife. Yeah, it's when I choose to be. It's not when he chooses to be. Wait a second. When you choose to be a wife is when you're going to be a wife. That's what she just said. But you chose to be a wife when you took that guy's ring. So that means that he fully invested into the rest of his life being spent with you. That's what that means. You choose to be because you gave me the ring. Ah, now it's my fault. That's called a uh, 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 diversion, uh, 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 deflection. That right there is not grown woman behavior. You took the ring from a man who proposed to you, but then you blamed him because he proposed to you and you accepted the ring, but you weren't married? Someone please make it make sense. Papa. Grandson, this is a grown folks conversation. Could you please go inside? Go inside. You go inside. Go inside. Oh my God, grandson. <laughs> I know I am, but can I continue? Thank you. I choose to be when I insane, get insane. She don't even know what you, she don't even know she she don't even know she's done yet, guys. She don't even get it. So explain to me. No. 
I'm gonna let you live. Papa. Grandson. Don't say that. I'm going to say it. You already knew what I was about to say. He said, no, I'm gonna let you live. That's because the, 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 the describing of what it is that you not only did to yourself, psychologically, but what it is that you sent back out into the world with that man. And hurt is something that most men do not openly admit to having have had happen to them. Men do not like to admit that we have been hurt by women. We have been taught, or at least my generation was taught, to pick that shit up and keep it moving, motherfucker, because she ain't even thinking about your ass. She wasn't thinking about your ass when she took the ring. She was counting the days that she had to keep the facade on. Why'd you get Why did she accept the ring if she knew that she didn't want to be a wife? Is that, is that, I mean, is, is, what do you do with that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe, maybe she didn't understand the question, you know. <laughs> maybe it was a little bit over her head. Yesterday I talked, was it yesterday? One of these days I talked about this lady saying that she wouldn't date a bus driver. And I guess the internets got on her motherfucking ass. So she came back with a reply video. Let's listen together. Uh, Ebony K. Williams, we talked about her yesterday, and now she's doubling down on the fact that she'd uh, never date a bus driver. This is what she said yesterday. Here we go. So out of the 50,000 plus comments posted on social, I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men. That's fucking impossible. Oh, you're, you're pouring in. To, to the ascension of black men because so many women look up to you as a cornerstone of what a woman should be and you just now shot down what it was that a man has decided to do with the rest of his life and, and, and that, that, that decision was a decision that could take care of you and the rest of the motherfucking family. You know what? Keep talking. Let's see what you got to say. When I said what I said, but see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general as undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Wait a second. Are you telling me that some women aren't gold diggers and in the percentage of women that are gold diggers, that there's another percentage of women that are not black gold diggers. I mean, there are white gold diggers, Asian gold diggers, Mexican gold diggers. There are Hindu gold diggers, Indian gold diggers. You know what? Keep talking. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's. On ooh, 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 wait, wait, wait. You got to watch your mouth. I mean, I know you do have a C and you also suck D, but hey, we don't need to go there. Why are you talking about a young man's elementary, junior high and high school grades knowing damn well that you are judging an adolescent? On your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Ooh, you are bitter about something. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. No, you don't. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. So 
is 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 part of your screening process for dick. Yeah, we're gonna meet at uh we're gonna meet at that restaurant and make sure you bring uh, your report cards because mediocrity is not going to be permitted in this pussy. No, 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 no. If you are not on the honor roll, I am not doing that. No, we're not doing any of that. Bitch, shut up. No, I will not, Chris. Yes, you gonna shut up. A soft place for you or anybody that I love. You don't have a soft place. Your body looks soft, but it looks like your heart has been hardened through some sort of emotional heartbreak, or maybe, just maybe, you told the nigga he wasn't, you wasn't gonna swallow, and he busted a nut in your throat. To fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. So I'm gonna say one more time. There's absolutely nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother, Gloria, drove one for years. We ain't talking about your mama, and I wish you would stop making comparisons. Comparisons will kill your joy. But could it be that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us? Hmm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. And huh. in this case, it takes the form of conditioning black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. But see, because I know the truth about oh. black folk in America. You know the truth. Who told you that what it is that you know is the truth? Where does that come from? You know your truth. That is this time right now that we live in. This, I feel like, instead of what it is that you think, people feel. You talking about you know the truth. Being black is so complex. The complexities involved in, in, in our culture are so diverse that it would be irresponsible for any one individual to say that they know exactly every single extent about black culture. You, my friend, are lying, bitch. You're fucking lying. No, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you either. Well, the gag is this. The gag is when you take that dick too deep and it hits that punching bag in the back of your motherfucking throat. That's the gag. The funny thing is that you talk about, you know, uh, uh, settling and, 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 you know, just mediocrity. Uh, you, everything about you is mediocre. Everything. You are a 4.5, maybe a 4.7 at the most. And you're talking about men's uh, 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 settling. Is that your real hair, bitch? May I ask you, is that your real hair? I can ask that question. Is that your real hair? Will it come off? Can it get wet? Can I pull that shit while I'm smacking that shit from the back? Is that your real hair? Is your skin really that clear? Do you have on foundation? Do you have on pimple blockers? Do you have on anything that is basically disguising away from the individual in front of you? Are you wearing something that is a falsification of yourself, a new facade that you have to apply every single morning before you go out into the real world with your fake face? I just have so many questions about this double standard that is completely, like she said, been normalized 
in our culture to where it is you want a man to be all of these things, but you ain't even real to your goddamn self. <laughs> I mean, you know, I it is what it is. It's showing the fuck ain't gonna be what it ain't gonna be. But since you won't believe me, let me go ahead and call some, uh, let me call a lady into this that can explain to you exactly what I mean when some of these females be mediocre as fuck and then they add those little pimple blockers and foundations and pop-ons and zip-offs and, and, and lifts and all that. Just listen. It's time I divulge our secret because this happens on my videos all the time. Let's get it. There are millions of us. Natural fours and fives who blend right into a crowd. Natural fours and fives who blend right into a crowd. And then what happens? Call us Mr. Cellophane. We are the chameleons of mankind, but we put on a tiny bit of eye makeup and everyone's like, that's her, right? Wow. She's like really pretty. Pop yes, she's really pretty with those additives. You know, I'm pretty sure that without all of the sugar and all of the other fruit and all of the other shit that's involved in the Pop-Tart, it probably doesn't taste that good. Like most bitches. Paparazzi, you'll never see me in a baseball cap and glasses. All I need is my natural face. It's ugly. And people don't notice me. How do you think the great spies of World War One and Two did their job? They Sucking dick. were natural four to eights, fives to nines, the backwards Dolly Partons. We were the queens of espionage. The queens of espionage was fours and fives who elevated their looks to eights and nines. Men, all guys listening, can you elevate how your face looks without all of your friends exposing that you didn't did something to you? Can you do that? Well, women do it every day, except they don't tell each other like, bitch, you know you do not look like that. How do you think we got ourselves into the opera and simultaneously the working man's huddles? The working man's huddles by being an ugly bitch with makeup on and then popping those titties up like they're on a platter just to sucker a guy into what it is that he is naturally inclined to do. Fuck. We belong everywhere. We are the great bamboozlers. The great bam. Boozlers. Some women take so much pride at being able to deceive guys and then reel them in only to drown their ass. I don't know how to explain it to you. If you present yourself as a nine and a guy takes you home and sleeps with you and wakes up with a five, I, I don't know how to respond. I mean, what, what can he do about that? Does he have the right to never, ever contact you again for the rest of his mortal life? I mean, and beyond that, into spirituality? Can, I mean, uh, you lied. You're a complete liar. And then you blame us 
for what again? For settling? Should we settle for the lie it is that you tell yourselves every single day that you actually look like that, but you don't actually look like that, and people need to accept you for who you are? Why can't we get equality on the same fucking side? Everyone wants equality. Check this out. If you're looking for love, you might find it, but you also may not. That's just the nature of life. But if you are not trying, there is no way in hell you're going to find out if you're going to find the shit or not. You got to try. Stop the crying and start the trying. I mean, what, uh, what the fuck else is going on in the world? Okay. Oh, you know what? I am. I did see this post right here and it did make me think a little bit like you know this is so true about the new way how people actually self-validate it's not within one's internal to look for that strength they go outward listen y'all please help me to understand why attention is the new currency for women. Man, I mean, lady, Miss Lady, thank you very much. I love it when women start to come to the table with actual conversations, actual thoughts. And, and I'm, not, I'm not talking about you thoughts. Nope, nope, not talking about that. I'm talking about an actual theory in their brains. So regardless of whether you have a man at home, whether you have a family at home, whether you have the job of your dreams, the house of your dreams, the car of your dreams, apparently none of that compares to you posting on Instagram or Facebook, twerking, dancing on tables, drinking, getting liquor porn into your open mouth. Open wider, bitch. Uh, taking pictures with your tongue out. Ooh, lick it up. Um, going around half-dressed. Take it off. Like, help me to make it make sense. It can't make sense. I hate to tell this to you, but we need this little cornerstone of population to keep showing us exactly how dirty some of these women are. If you are searching for outward attention from strangers, maybe you can't really recognize yourselves inwards since when did attention trump self-respect well attention has always been something that has been some sort of valuable commodity or valuable currency amongst so amongst amongst us social uh, primates us humans people like attention people want attention as do i since when does getting attention from strangers trump the love and the respect and the honor of being with a good man? They don't want no good man. That is not what the programming is about. I can answer some of these questions for you. Now, some women don't want to be, like the last lady said, tied down. And, and, and tied down is only a theory, because if you plan to spend the rest of your life with someone, back in the days it was thought that you didn't share, you did, that you did share everything. You didn't have no secrets in between each other. At least nothing that might cripple your spouse 
I spoke about my pawpaw yesterday on the podcast, and I very rarely speak about my great-grandmother, Fernice Green. Now, pawpaw and grandmother were, 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 were it, it, was a, it was a beautiful, beautiful relationship. They were together, I think, for like 42 years the last time that I remember. 42, 43 years. And I remember when I stayed with my great-grandmother, I had asked her, how did you guys stay together for so long? And she simply told me, there ain't nothing that Papa don't know about me. If I stub my toe in the morning, I'm going to tell him in the morning because something might happen to me later on that night. That does not exist right now. The new thing that is being sold to the younger generation is that he's trying to control you. He's going to tell you what to do. And th that's not necessarily what a man wants. He doesn't want to tell you what to do. He wants to basically inform you on how it is as a couple you to move. If a bear is attacking you guys, you're going to get behind that guy, right? If a lion, if a cougar, if anything is attacking you, you are willing to listen to that man. One thing that has been whitewashed is that the media is attacking your mind. If you find a man who is pointing out so many different things to you that make sense, and he's trying to get you to understand that there are outside influences trying to crack what it is that you guys are building, if you are unwilling to get on the same page with him, whose fault is that at all? I mean, I really don't know how exactly motherfuckers have came to this conclusion because no one wants to spend most people I should say do not want to spend the rest of their life alone but some people do and there's nothing wrong with that just like there's some people who don't want to have kids there is nothing wrong with that but when it comes to women twerking on the gram or on twitter please continue I love it. I'm here for all of that visual action. But please do understand that you are exactly what it is that you present yourself to be. An attention-hungry hoe. That's what it is. You present or you're for sale. It's one or the other. Either you want attention or you're trying to sell me your goods. And either way, most guys will probably buy into that narrative because if you are attractive, why wouldn't I look at you? Like that booty in the store. I mean, goodness gracious. What, what, what else? What else was on this motherfucker that I wanted to include in this episode? Oh, last but not least, this has something to do with men and not necessarily black men. This has to do with white guys. I did not know that there, right now, as we speak, or as I speak and you listen, right now as I speak, there is a battle for supremacy going on with white guys. And I'm not talking about, wait, is this white supremacy? Anyway, there is a battle going on with white guys, especially the white rappers. Now, in case you don't know, Jack Harlow, I don't barely know who the fuck that is. Jack Harlow says that he is the hardest white MC since Eminem. Let us go ahead and listen to a few of the runner-ups, a few of the, excuse me, runner-ups, to see exactly what the fuck it is that he's talking about. Excuse me, I'm fucking indigestion. Gosh. 
on it, my nuts I'm palming All these phone calls I'm taking with Craig Carmen All this ball made on my body, I'm embalming I'm the brand that the world wanna get involved with When I get that Grammy, I ain't sending no apology text I ain't coming to be humble, flex, call me the flex The times now, you can finally stop calling me next And I'm about to shoot a movie, so I guess that I ought to be stressed But I'm just too blessed Ain't nobody overseas, girl, it's just U.S. Man, I swear y'all do the most, you should just do less I can't rock no skinny jeans, cause my nuts 2X and my on. I don't know who that is. Is that Jack? Is that Mr. Harlow himself? I don't know. But next, I think, is Eminem. DD, and better put out an APB. Cause it'll take LAPD and me laying in the street for you to see Shady Pete. And I bet you they need cleats. Cause I'd have to be stomped by 40 men to suffer AD feet. I don't know what that is. M, M, bring it back. I pray, please, Jesus, to make me decent in Haleen. The main ingredient of pain relievers and saline. I take three of these trying to break these fevers. I'm ailing. I stay DD and better put. I don't know. That wasn't his best freestyle. Next. Homies, that'll hit a ramp and do a varial. I got a lot of mob ties. Put you up under the sea with Ariel. I don't think that that's fair. Why did they put that terrible freestyle? Eminem got some good freestyles. Why they put that one in there? Let's go back. Right here. I got syrup in my cereal. Yeah. I blow an O like a Cheerio. Ooh, you blow an O like a Cheerio. I don't know, buddy, but uh, guys talking about blowing, that's kind of not my timeline, but continue. I shook his hand but didn't like his vibe, so I use antibacterial. Oh, I'm too sick, no venereal, but I must be a disease because the way that my competition keep on trying but dying. I'm telling you, this is a burial. There you go, laying six feet while I stand six six and these new kids homies that'll hit a ring. Okay, um, I don't know who that white guy is, but... It was all right. Let's go. He sacrificed a bit of my soul. This was the Lord's vision. Oh. Called a mortician. Brody trying to forfeit him. Might see me out in Philly with some Muslims rocking all Christian. Drip from Tokyo. Foreign car drifting. Long Smith and got my broad long sentence. Real life. Not to be long winded. Better that than short sighted. Frozen water frostbite. It's strictly because the whores like it. Serious. Some people drink away their days and they ignore crisis. Like they can't bear reality so they cause lighting. I said big cause light. Never mind. I watch blood drip the color cabinet. I never wind. Straight. Raise the flow, I get a people better lines. Can't hit my bitch, cause if you did, that means she was never mine. I mean, hey, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, all of the guys inside of this category, they're all extraordinarily talented. But, <coughs> excuse me, uh, oh god, bug went in my throat. Yes, but to actually want to throw fisticuffs with the GOAT, with a actual lyricist who paved the way for each and every one of you guys to get into the door is kind of disrespectful, to say the least. <laughs> I mean, I think personally, I've wanted to say this for a long time. I think that Eminem has done more for the black community than a lot of rappers. And I say that because I've never heard a song where Eminem said the word uh, Iga with an N in the beginning of it. Plus, I've never heard him talk very, very disrespectful about black women. Although I have observed him talk very, very disrespectful about his mother and his baby mother. I've never heard him say anything about black women. Like I said, all of these guys are talented, but to go after M, Slim, 
motherfucking shady. You must be out your mind eating baby shit crazy. I mean, what? Why? Why don't you just pay homage? Why is that a thing in rap to where we have to go at each other? If you think you hard, put out your hardest shit and let it speak for itself. But this right here is the look at me factor. Look at me. Look at me. It's sad to say that there will be, well, not sad. This, this, I'm not sad that there will be more white rappers. It's just sad that the culture of attacking a legend is now transcended over. It is, it is went over. It, it, we're used to it in the black culture, but now we're seeing it in the white culture. We're, I mean, what, 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 what do we do with this? Why do we have to hate each other as men? Huh? We all want the same thing. A bad bitch, a good car, a safe house, and money just coming in at all times. Why can't we all just get along is what I'm asking you. And the answer to that is, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't have anything else for you. Like I said, be expecting a two-piece. It will probably be a side-by-side -side episode. Right now at this time, this is the end of the show. I only ask of you to do one thing. Can I get you to pull your phone out? Can I get you to like, rate, and subscribe to the show? Five-star ratings definitely make the podcast more visible so that it can be seen where it has not been seen yet and get the attention that it deserves. Every single one of these podcasts are recorded in one sitting. There are no go-backs. There are no redos. I do not edit. I do not have time for that shit. Plus, I'm fucking perfect. <laughs> Last but not least, please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Do not hurt anybody in the process. Do not become a redistribution service of hurt and pain, man. You don't got to do what it is that people did to you to get through your situation to get through your situation, to get through your shit, man. It's another way to deal with your problems. Always remember that. And finally, every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, the love, the legacy, and the memory of my mother, Paige. I love you. I miss you, and I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama, and I miss you, baby. Y'all know goddamn well that my name is Justice, and this is my peace. Listener discretion is always advised. <laughs> now, if you're a listener to the podcast, what I'm about to say is something that I usually always say. I just want everybody to know that I do identify as a the, she, and an it. I am the shit. And being the shit... That means I stink. I perspirate boo-boo. I smell like the drippings of diarrhea. But I must remind you of one thing. This is for masters, this technique. Then my name is Justice. And when it comes to recording and content and originality, that is something that I try my hardest to to, to carve a little area in the corner just so I could stand out a little motherfucking bit. Like I said, I am the shit. And being the shit 
Like I keep saying, it, it makes me perspirate weird things, like reminders. Being the shit comes with a reminder, an indicator of what it is that you need to remember. That's what a motherfucking reminder is, right? Well, today, on this episode, Wednesday of May 3rd, we are men. That's right. If you're a man, find your goddamn peoples and let them hear this podcast. Because a lot of these young motherfuckers, they're forgotten that there takes resilience, there takes a certain pedigree to call yourself a man. A lot of these ladies are under the impression that you could do a couple of things cosmetically to your body and then you could call yourself a man, but that's not true. I'm here to tell you, or better yet show you, how to do what to do the shit that we do as men. Now, some of this shit is not going to be digestible to a lot of people because you have not become men yet. That's not my fault. Let them balls drop. Go ahead and accept your manhood. Now, what I'm going to do right here is play a clip that somebody sent me. And when you talk about men, especially strong men. I'm not talking about a nigga at the gym. I'm talking about somebody who is there lifting up the heaviest of materials that is not used with physical strength. Do you understand that? I'm talking about the mental capacity not to do the things that everyone else is doing. That defines you as a man, right? Well, a lot of you motherfuckers, be crying all on the Instagram. And I don't mean complaining. I'm talking about crying. I'm talking about tears be falling from your face because this bitch didn't left you because you didn't get the new kicks or, or you don't have a PlayStation 5. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. All right, it's time to man the fuck up. I want to show you a man who at the worst one of the worst, excuse me, one of the worst times of his life not only showed up for himself, but unbeknownst to him, he showed up for you too. He's about to show you what it takes to actually understand this manhood shit. Now, it's not going to be easy to listen to this clip, and we might have to go over it twice, but please listen to what a real man sounds like. Apologize for being late. My wife just died. All right, we've got a lot on the agenda today, so let's begin. And uh, yes, Matthew? Hey, I'm so sorry. I mean, your wife. Yeah, well, as you might expect, the pain's unlike anything I've ever experienced before, but uh, got a lot to do today, so let's keep moving, okay? I'm so sorry to hear that, Jane was a really wonderful. Yes, I can confirm that, but more. Next question, Jim. Uh, Jim, what happened was she died. It was a car accident. So does anybody have a question for the president? Yes? Is there any mention by the president about Kim Jong-il's latest statements regarding well, I'm afraid I can't answer that at this time, uh, Maura. I was not at the president's briefing this morning. I was identifying my wife's body at that time. Okay, moving on. Is there anything I can do to help? 
uh, cards or flowers can be sent to my office. To his office. Did you just now hear that? Did you hear it? Did, 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 did you hear it? I'm going to play it again if you didn't. But this guy, this man, this, this individual, I don't know how this guy grew up. I don't know if he had a mom. I don't know if he had a dad. I don't know if his uncles raised him. I don't know any of that. But I do know one thing, that that man is a motherfucking man. There ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about this shit. This guy's wife just died that morning. And he showed up to work. No tears, no fears. He showed up and he did his job. And even after asking the reporters to please move it along, they kept bringing it back because they wanted to see if they could make this guy cry. Why may you ask? Why would they want to see this guy cry? My nigga, if it bleeds, it leads. If it bleeds, it leads. If it cries, it flies. I'm trying to tell you right now, they have a motherfucking system to keep you on the edge of your chair, biting your fingernails, trying to draw out human emotion that was programmed into you millennia ago. This man, he fought every single instinct inside of him. I don't know how, but I do know why. Because as a man, no one gives a fuck about your feelings. They may ask, they may even act like they support it. But at the end of the day, how the fuck do you feel about yourself? How the fuck are you gonna carry yourself? How the fuck are you gonna look at yourself in the mirror, man? So when I see motherfuckers on, on Instagram and on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and all the rest of these apps that you motherfuckers got access to crying over a replaceable bitch, it angers me. It's a, it's a saddening moment in manhood. I grew up around strong men. Around a few strong men. Let me tell you about some of the guys I grew up with. I grew up with a man named Edward Lawrence, my grandfather. We used to call him Dad. Now, my grandfather was an extraordinarily gifted athletic man. Ran track in high school. He had thighs that looked like, I don't know, I think they used to say that he could snap a walnut or some shit like that with his ass cheeks because his thighs were so strong. I don't know about all of that. I'm not a woman. But my grandfather, he was a manly man. I never once, even after the disappearance of my mother, never saw my grandfather in a completed, saddened state. Not one time until his brother died. And even on that day, he had to hold that shit together. He had to keep it together because he still had three young men looking at him. And when my grandfather cried, you know, it wasn't a long cry, but he did cry. We didn't see it. We didn't understand it. 
Not completely, at least. Not until we had gotten older and he had left our presence on this. This what? This existence that we call life. We didn't understand that shit. We just knew that, that the dad, as we called him, was a strong motherfucker. I miss him. We need men like him right now. Another strong man that I grew up with was my great-grandfather, John Green. Now, Pawpaw, as we call Mr. Green, Pawpaw was something else. One of the calmest individuals that you could meet in your life. I'm talking about loving, caring, supportive. All of the things that it is that you want to be instilled inside of a man was inside of my great-grandfather. And like my grandfather, of course, my grandfather and my great-grandfather, that's not son and dad. This is my great-grandfather's on my grandmother's side and my my grandfather is on on my mom's side. Yeah, anyway, either way, fuck it, I can't explain that shit. Either way, my grandfather, Edward Lawrence, he was something else, like I said. An athletic specimen. And after his his uh his brother, his brother died, he cried, but my papa, I think I was talking about my papa. My papa, you know, he he uh like I said, he's a special guy. There's not really much that you can go into detail about Pawpaw without giving away some of the shit that y'all motherfuckers don't need to know about. But let's just say this. My Pawpaw found his way all the way up from Texas when, you know, I mean, this country didn't look like this. When it wasn't safe to travel. When it wasn't safe to stop in the middle of the night. When it wasn't safe to let alone whistle but also look at white women. That's around the time period that my great, that, that, that my great grandfather existed. And not once have I, did I ever see him in any kind of saddened mood, possibly irritated by us little bitty ass kids, but saddened, no, not once. Until his best friend died. I can't remember off the top of my lungs what movie it was that I saw where this man went to a funeral and after the funeral, he didn't shed no tears at the funeral and as soon as he came home, he went upstairs and you could just hear him wailing. I can't think of that movie, but that's exactly how I kind of remember this situation. My papa went to his room after that funeral and he cried. And it's hard being a man on both sides. <laughs> it's hard for you bitches, that dick, and it's hard to even be acknowledged. But this guy right here, this man, what can you say about the fortitude? What can you say about this guy's internal intestines? I mean, they got to be made of some sort of motherfucking alloy or or metal or something like that for him to hold down having to identify his wife's body earlier that morning and then still having to go to work with a straight face and answer questions from mumbling, bumbling, stumbling motherfucking reporters. That's a man, dude. That's a dude, man. 
I don't know what to tell you guys or some of you aspiring men, but one thing that needs to definitely be said in this moment is that everybody can't be a man, be a man, even motherfuckers who was born to become men. Sometimes they don't become men. Where do you think the deadbeat dads and shit come from? Where do you think all of this negative violence and shit comes from when you see guys doing illegal shit? They have not grown up. You could be a child in a grown man's body every day for the rest of your life. Determined, determined on your actions and how it is that you treat other individuals, you could be deemed as a motherfucking kid in a grown man's carcass. And that's sad to say, but even worse to see. My hat goes off to this guy, Theodore Barrett. I mean, I hope I'm saying his name right and not mispronouncing it at all because when my friend sent me this clip, all I could do was shake my head. We used to say back in the day, a long time ago, about 400 years ago when I was born, we used to say that they don't make them like that no more. And we usually be talking about a lady. You know, a lady has sandwich ready for you. When you get off work, you have your, 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 your bath drawn up, shit like that. You get fuck about you. Ain't out there in the streets swallowing and gobbling meats. You know, I mean, they don't make them like that no more. Well, this guy right here, he's not in that category, but he is in a category of they don't make them like that no more. This guy right here is a strong man. And once again, my hat goes off to him. I'm not even sure where this is at on the podcast. I just know that it is late as fuck. And when I saw this clip, I said, I think I need to get this shit off my chest. So I'm definitely going to in, I'm going to incorporate it into the episode of Wednesday. But you also know what that means. That means that you will get a delightful two-piece today. So you're welcome in advance, bitch. And with that being said, I can't tell you to like, rate, subscribe because I'm coming right back on with another episode. Well, an extended version of this with possibly some stories that might make you smile. At the same time, I don't give a fuck if you cry. This is justice and the peace. All right, let's go into the next mode, y'all. Let's go into the next mode.